0: Hey, hey, this is Deanna. Welcome back to the Mom's Call to More podcast. And today we are talking about overcoming pricing objections on a sales call. I don't know if I'm saying that word right. Objections. I got to say it's slow in order to say it right. But if you are a coach or you offer a high ticket offer, cost is one of the most common. Um, uh, objections. I don't really want to say it's an objection, but it's it's one of the most common um, hurdles <laughs> that clients have to deal with in order to make a decision on whether or not to work with you, right? At least it's one of the most common for me. And over the years I've kind of come up with the conversations that I have in order to make talking about finances as comfortable as possible for my clients and help me talk about them confidently as well. Some of the key things, uh, or a couple of key things that have made this possible for me is to make sure that I'm priced in a way that makes me feel good about um, what I'm offering. And I'm priced in a way that feels accessible to my client. And having that, both of those things um, present in that conversation is really key in order to be confident that you are presenting an offer that is accessible to the other person on the other side of the call. Doesn't mean everybody's going to necessarily purchase. Doesn't mean that everybody's going to convert. Converting on a discovery call is not your number one objective. <laughs> your number one objective is to get your person what they need. Sometimes what they need is not you. Okay, and you got to be willing to refer them on or to let them go. But I do believe that you can um, create an experience where talking about the money is comfortable and shows them how to access what you are offering. By the time you're having this conversation, the assumption is they're, they're ready to purchase. You've already um, showed them how what you offer is aligned with what they need, and they're now wanting to talk about well, how, what how much does this cost and how would I pay you. And these things that I'm talking about in this episode are things that I do to help my customers, you know, some of them get off that call. They have to go have a conversation with their spouse. I want them to have all the information need necessary in order for them to make a confident monetary investment into working with me. And these things have helped me over the years. So keep in mind, I recorded this about a year ago. I was doing uh, a little podcast call Coffee Chats with Deanna and recording these short episodes. Um, This is one of the episodes that I did. So I may be referring to services and offers that are no longer in existence with Refresh Mom. So keep that in mind as you're listening, Um, but you're still going to glean, you know, a ton from this, especially if you're a coach or someone that has, that is planning to um, sell a high ticketed package. And I want to remind you about the Refresh Moms Facebook group. This is a free community that I've created for mom entrepreneurs, mom leaders, to just come and to rest, refresh, and refill. Grab a resource, a tool, or engage in a conversation that is just designed to to fill you up and help you breathe and take a break in order for you to go back into the areas of service, which include your work and your family. Okay? So... No business coaching is happening there. No business training is happening there. Everything is about getting you refreshed, reset, refilled, reconnected with your faith and your self-care habits, or helping you even create those rhythms of self-care so that you can be well in order to serve. So hop on over there. Refreshed Moms Community is where we are on Facebook. You can just hop in the show notes for the link to get there as well. That is it. Let's go ahead and hop into this week's episode. Welcome to the Moms Called to More podcast. I'm Deanna Mason, creator of Refresh Moms, where I make integrating your faith and self-care into your day simple while you build a sustainable, fulfilling business. I'm also founder of Needle Boomers for Social Equity. This podcast is dedicated to moms who feel God calling them to more than motherhood need a safe place that tells them that it's okay to deeply love both your children and your work. Bring your godly ambition, your desire to serve, and incredible leadership to every episode because here you fit right in. Get cozy, grab your favorite drink, and let's get started. Here we go. Today, I wanted to talk about something that comes up often with my clients, not even with my clients, some of my... um business peers even, struggle with this and not knowing what to do when you have a potential customer or client tell you that they can't afford your services. What do you do when someone says, you know what, I can't afford you? (laughs) It's going to happen if you have Products and services that are a few hundred dollars, a few thousand dollars, just you know, it all depends on what it is that you're offering. I hear this a lot with the direct sales people that have packages that are more pricier. You know, sometimes you got to start off with a package that's five hundred dollars or more, and not everybody can. Um, necessary pay for the more expensive packages than for coaching services. You know, we are literally trading time for money when we're coaching and our time has value. So we want to be priced appropriately and not everyone can pay for really the opportunity, possibly even the luxury of a coach, right? So sometimes people are going to tell you they can't afford what you're offering. So here's some reasons why you may hear that sometimes when people say they can't afford you, it really only means they can't pay for you right now. It's, maybe it's something they foresee being able to do in the future. Maybe it's something they, they are going to save for. Maybe it's something that they're going to prepare for. I work with moms that are in business. Maybe it's something they're going to work into their business finances and their business expenses. That's what I did with my mastermind. I figured out how to pay for the mastermind that I was a part of last year through my, the services that I offered. I just worked it into my business expenses. So sometimes it doesn't mean that they can't actually pay. It means I cannot pay for it at the time that you're promoting it possibly or the time that you're presenting it to me. Another reason is sometimes you may not have created enough relational equity with them and they're not really able to see the value that you're offering quickly because they haven't spent enough time with you. They haven't seen enough evidence of the results that you bring. Um, If you are new to the space and you don't have past clients to show um, that you've brought results, you know, in the way that you would like to bring results for new clients, you're going to have to work up To that, okay, so you're gonna possibly work with some clients. I call them your beta clients, get a few under your belt. You may get um, an opportunity to work with them by pricing maybe just a little lower, just so you can get the experience and get the results, and make sure that you are confident in your ability to take them from point A to point B based on the problem they're coming to you with and the solution you are providing. Get a few under your belt so now you can pull out the testimonials. You can get feedback from them. You can tweak and fine tune. So now you can point people back to evidence of your expertise. You got to give yourself time to do that if you don't have that. If you are starting out new and you have um, a history of results, you're going to figure out how to pull that into your sales copy and into your web pages and the spaces that you are operating in so you can point people to evidence of your ability to help them solve their problem, right? Sometimes people just need time to get to know that you are able to actually help them. It's fair, okay? It's fair for them to need that and expect that. So give it to them. Just keep showing up for them consistently in the spaces that you're showing up and give them an opportunity to decide that you really have what it takes to get them what they need. So relational equity is really important. And if people are not willing to come um, to come to you with that financial investment, then quite possibly all that means is we need a little bit more time to date or get to know each other. Um, and another reason, sometimes it's just not the right purchase for them. Sometimes, you know, what you're offering and what you've explained is not perfect for them, and they just don't want to spend the money because that's not what they're looking for. That's fair as well. You're not going to meet every single person's need. Okay. Not everybody is a perfect fit for what you offer. And you're not a perfect fit for everybody. So there is a percentage of the people that you're going to come in front of that it's just not the right thing for them. And it's okay. They have the right to spend their money on what they want to spend it on. And I just personally, I'm not a hard salesperson. I I, I present what I offer and I share it. And people have, have enough. you know, common sense and ability to make a decision to say this is right for me. Um, people need time to talk it over if they're married. They need time to go talk to their spouses on that financial investment. It's it's completely fair. You want people to make that financial investment with you confidently. So I just don't, I don't, I don't have sales tactics. <laughs> I just share. I put the offers out there. I do it, do it, you know, often <laughs> to let make sure people know what I have and how they can get, you know, with me and, and work with me. But I'm not going to hard sell anybody. I'm, it's not about can I convert? It's not about that. It's, it's about making sure my language is explaining to them very clearly what I offer, make sure I'm speaking in a language that they understand so they can tie what I offer to what they need. And then people can make a decision on um, if they want to spend the money. That's just the way I am. And that feels good to me. And that makes selling a lot more fun and simple when I'm not trying to hard sell people and convince people to work with me. People know, (laughs) just like you know, right? You know who you want to work with and who you don't. That's how I am too. I know who I want to work with and who I don't. I know who's a good fit for me and who's not. I don't need anybody to try to convince me to spend the money. I I have a good head on my shoulders and I'm smart and I can I know when I want to make a financial investment and so do your customers, okay? All right, so what is it then that you do? You get somebody in front of you, they actually think that you have what they need, but they'd say, man, I, I can't pay for that. I cannot afford it. What are some things that you can possibly do? These are just things to think about. I have four of them. Number one, when one of your potential customer says they can't afford what you have, maybe your investment options are not spacious enough for them. Okay. So let's say you have something that costs $500. I'm just going to use that number because I can divide it evenly. Um, and you are asking, for an upfront payment of $500 or two payments of $250 or two investments. I like to call them investments because that's what they're doing is investing. Two investments of 250 And so someone says, oh man, I can't afford it. So one of the things I ask my clients is, well, would spacing this out over a period of three months make this more accessible to you and many of them but just by having a lower monthly payment all of a sudden that particular product or service becomes financially accessible for them by breaking up into three different payments or you know whatever payment structure best suits you now don't you know if you're not one that particularly likes investment plans you know over a few months you or you like to get paid as fast as possible, which, you know, that's all of us, right? Because they're going to get a service. They're probably going to complete the service with us before they're finished investing, <laughs> right? So you want to make sure you get money. Nobody likes to have to collect the money. So don't go far out. You know, don't go, you know, at further out than you're comfortable with. You It has to be comfortable for you too. But one of the questions I ask them is, you know, I give them another, investment option that possibly is more spacious if the only reason they are not um, investing with me or working with me is because they needed to fit into their budget or their business expenses a little bit more easier, okay? So that's a question to ask. Would spreading this out over um, a period of these many months make this easier for you? So that's something that you can offer them if they're saying, man, I really want to work with you, but I can't afford it, all right? Another question you can ask on that same vein is just turning it back to them. Well, okay, so they may say, well, I can't afford that. You can ask them, well, what payment or investment scenario would actually work better for you and have them tell you, but you can still make the decision on whatever they tell you if it's a good fit for you or maybe there's a compromise in the middle, okay? So they may tell you, well, if you can um, do this over four months, it will be great. And then maybe if four months is too long for you, you can say, how about three and see what they say. Or they may say, well, can I spread this instead of two months? Can I spread it over four months? You may be like, that works for me. This has happened to me a number of times and in different ways. So even like for my mastermind, my mastermind um, investment, one of my clients, I gave them the, you know, the investment options. And she came back with a completely different scenario. She did not want monthly payments, you know, over the the course of the mastermind, but she couldn't pay for the entire thing at one time. So she asked if she can put a certain amount of deposit down to save her seat, and then could she pay the balance before the mastermind began? That, of course, works for me. It wasn't what I offered her, I offered her a one-time payment option, or she can choose between a nine month and a 12 month investment option. She came up with her own scenario. I just actually um, contracted with another client last week who is doing some one-on-one coaching. And she's also um, taken advantage of a course that I have that I haven't launched yet. It's coming in the fall, but uh, a course that I have coming up that's, Actually, in the beta stage, I offer her that course plus, and I tied it in with the coaching to go along with that course. And I gave her the price, and I gave her my payment options. And after she talked with her husband, she came back and said, "Can I do this instead?" And I said, "Yes." It was different than what I offered her. It it um, that investment plan ended up being extended one month past what I um offered her but I was fine with that. If that makes that easier for you, then yes, let's do that. So just giving them opportunity to even, you know, negotiate how they pay for that without you coming off of the price. Okay. So, cause once you decide this is the value of what you offer, there's no need to, to um, come off of the price, but I am going to talk about price in a second. All right. So the first thing, maybe your investment options are not spacious enough for them and you might want to give them opportunities to weigh in and let you know how they would like to invest and you decide whether or not that's a good fit for you. All right. Number two, um, another thing to think about is do you have another offer that meets their need or part of their need that's at a lower price point? So, working with me one on one that's the high my highest price point, right? Not everybody can um access me privately one on one, and so I have other ways people can work with me. My mastermind is a less expensive option than that one on one but my mastermind only um opens once a year, so you only have about a month you know next year I'm only going to promote it in September. you only have September to actually enroll, you won't come back around again to that next year. So I can share about my mastermind once my mastermind closes in two days, (laughs) enrollment, the opportunity closes in two days. But once that option closes, people, I'm still going to be getting discovery calls and doing business clarity sessions throughout the year with people. I'm going to share with them the mastermind, they'll have an opportunity to get on the waiting list if that's their desire. But I also have another way for them to work with me. That's at a lower price point. And that might be, you know, more palatable for them at that time. Or, you know, it to the mastermind, they may be like, well, that's, you know what, that works for me for now. Maybe in a few months, I'll be able to um, join the mastermind, but I'm actually going to take advantage of that lower price point offer. Do you have something that they can tear down with you that actually that still meets part of their need or all of their need and just in a different way? And if not, maybe think about creating something that, um, that takes some of that burden off of you instead of, you know, doing the trading time for money one-on-one, do you have another product that they can purchase that will, you know, will serve them in some way. So maybe think about that. All right. And this is, and that's, this is not just for coaching. I'm using coaching because I, I am a coach, but this could be even with your direct sales. If you have a particular package, um, Like when I was in direct sales, there was a thousand dollar package that, you know, we were coached to sell that thousand dollar package, but I had other packages that were lower and I knew how they served. And so if people, if someone couldn't afford that thousand dollar package, I knew how to tear that down, you know. Oh man, I, that $1000 package is out of reach for me. Then you can share with them, okay, well, I have a package with with a few less products in it. It's $350 and then, you know, maybe that's something that's within their reach, okay? So it's not even just with coaching, it can be with any other products or services you may be offering that can serve them and still, you know, help them move further along in their pain point or problem. Okay. So the third thing I want you to think about is <laughs> And this is really something significant for you all that are new, which is who I, you know, target to serve is newer businesses, people that are starting businesses. Are you overpriced for, number one, your skill level or, number two, your evidence of your ability to get results? Okay, I've seen this often because we, you know, we know what coaching packages and things like that. We know how much those things are being how how much people are charging for those. But many times the people are able to charge that is because they have a proven method of success and they have a proven track record of results. And they know that what they're charging is the value that that person is going to get is far ways what that investment is. So they can put that price on there with confidence, knowing that their client is going to receive so much more <laughs> in value back because they've done it a few times. And if you are new and this is the, your new course, you know, you know, instead of, you know, well, so-and-so's pricing $1,500, maybe you're not at that $1,500 price point yet, at least not with, you know, evidence uh, or proof of results which is why I always suggest doing some beta. You don't have to do beta for free, but instead of, you know, charging 1500, maybe you're going to charge 600, right? Or maybe you're going to charge 500 and you're going to serve and take people through your service. Get the feedback. You know, I mentioned this before, tweak it, you know, make it better. And then when you're ready to launch it, you not, not only do you have the ability to, you know, price more if you desire, but you have evidence of, of results. Don't overprice if you don't have the background to, to point to that validates your skill level. Okay. It's okay. You can still price it at some point. Just, you know, think about, is this higher? you know, am I pricing myself at the same level as someone that has been doing this type of work for years? You know, it, it makes a difference. Um, and, I'm not, and I don't want you to charge something that you don't want to charge. I just want you to think about that. If, if, if you're not seeing the sales, this is something that maybe you can think about. And even if you bring that price down to match your skill level and your proof of results, that doesn't mean in six months or a year you can't price it more, okay? Okay. And there, there are signs to let you know when you're able to go ahead and um, edge that price up a bit. Um, but I won't go into that there. But the, the main thing is that you're, you have a proven track record of results. That's really the main thing. All right. All right. And the last one, number four, point them, if they say they can't afford you and you've gone through all these scenarios and they still say they can't afford you, then just point them to free resources that actually will serve them as well. You know, for me, I have a podcast. I have two. I do the coffee chats. And then um, Kelly and I do the Refreshed Life podcast. We offer a lot of information there. Um, I have the Refreshed Moms Facebook community where I do a lot of teaching and coaching and training there. These are free things that, you know what? This is, get on my email list. I send content consistently via email. You know, download my freebies. You know, I can, uh, you know, I can send them to blog posts. There are different things that I have out there that will actually serve them for free. Point them in that direction so that they can still get help. (laughs) You are not, you know, spending any more time than, you know, everything is already out there. These are things that they can access without you spending any more time in your week doing. Right. And it also helps develop the relational equity. Okay. Because like, like I said at the top, just because they can't pay right now, doesn't mean they won't be able to pay in a year. I have had clients that I had discovery calls with, you know, six, seven, eight months ago. And they, you know, sign up with a package or they coach with me, you know, Eight months later, that that's actually the case for um, a new client I just contracted with. She was one of my first discovery calls way back in probably fall of 2019, 2018. And we're, you know, summer of 2019. And she e- emails me and say, says, I'm ready to work with you. Okay. I didn't come off my price point. Matter of fact, I was more expensive <laughs> I'm more expensive now than I was when we first talked, okay, because I have a year of clientele and results under my belt. My prices are different than they were the fall of 2018. But she circles back and says, I'm ready to work with you, and we contracted last week. It doesn't, you know, you just serve. (laughs) Point them to where they can get what they need. If you have something that can serve them for free and, and they can't access you with your paid stuff, make sure they get the help they need, okay? Just have a heart to serve. And you just never know how that's going to result. You know, and do it without the thought of, man, if I do this now, she's going to work with me later. That, just do it to make sure they are served. That's really, let that be your heart. Even when you're having these sales calls or, you know, discovery calls, you know, when you're putting an offer out there, do it from the space of, I know what I have is going to help you. I know what I have is going to meet a need for you. Just always be in the posture of service and love, okay? And that is it. Thank you for listening to Moms Call to More. If you're a fan of this podcast, would you mind leaving a star rating and review? This helps put me in front of more beautiful women just like you. And don't forget to hop in the Refresh Moms Facebook group to receive your daily refresh break from all that work you're doing to serve your people and grow your business. Find me on Facebook at Refreshed Moms Community. Let's connect again soon, all right? Bye for now.